Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on March 21st, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Academy of Foreign Languages. If you have any interest in learning a new language or brushing up on existing language skills, you should know about the Academy of Foreign Languages. Located in Palos Verdes, the Academy of Foreign Languages specializes in the art of communication. Their mission is to provide the finest language instruction possible. They recognize that each student has distinctive needs and craft their teaching technique to optimize an individual's particular learning skills. At the Academy of Foreign Languages, they strive to create a comfortable environment conducive to learning. So whether you're learning a new language or would simply like to converse in your native tongue, the Academy of Foreign Languages can accommodate you. For additional information, visit their website at academyofforeignlanguages.com, that's all spelled out, or call 310-975-4133. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here uh, on The South Bay Show. And of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you doing today? Um, I'm okay. I'm staying dry so far. Um, yes. It, it, lo- it looks, it looks very gray out there. You know, it was, it was funny yesterday. Um, yesterday, you know, Wednesdays, I call it weekend guide Wednesday because I'm just chained to my desk all day. Working on the weekend guide. All right. I mean, it's you know, I, I you know, I'm at my desk by six in the morning, and yesterday I finished up about three thirty, and you know, if you sit at your desk that long, you got to get out. So I I put on my 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 yoga pants and my running shoes, and and I went out for a walk, and you know, you know, from the from 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 the coast, from I was walking along the Esplanade. You know, you can you get a good view of of the bay and the basin and the mountains in the background, and. We had all these clouds yesterday, and you know they it was so weird it was like mm. it was like a halo around you know from from the Santa Monica mountains you know east and then to the hill. everything was clear directly above me, but it was like all of these mm-hmm. really murderous looking gray thunderheads uh surrounding the <laughs> edges of the basin that we live in i you know you know it was, it was like it was just weird, you know we were getting these weird crosswinds but not, but nothing happened here yesterday i mean i didn't i didn't right. get any rain here I, I don't know where you were if you got any but it looks like every right. it looks like just like every place outside the south bay got rain yesterday that's what it looked like you know? and that's what it sounded like i was listening to the radio and it sounded like oh it's raining here and it's raining there and nothing in the south bay that i know of nothing. right right yeah 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 it was funny because the, the way the clouds were formed it was like this big u and the, all the South Bay was nice and sunny and beautiful, and everybody else was getting rain. So we'll see what happens today. Right. God, we're so obsessed with the weather, aren't we? I mean, it's like it's like every show. It's like every show we got to talk about the weather. It's nutty, but um, I did mention. But but Jackie, um, one one yes. one thing. Yes. It sounds like a big announcement. 400th episode. 400th episode of The Weekend Guide. Edition edition or issue. I think they're called issues. Magazines, don't you have issue number 42? Yeah. Yeah. Issues. Yeah, yeah. 400 today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a round number. Us us humans (laughs) have, uh, we have a thing for round numbers, you know, alliteration, Uh, doing things in threes, right? You, I mean, you, it wouldn't have no, been no question about. It wouldn't have been excited if I said, "Hey, this is the four hundred second issue," right? No, uh, Jackie. You know, I've been studying uh, cryptocurrency for some time, and along with with that, I've been studying charting 
and what's called technical analysis, which is used obviously for stocks and bonds and also for cryptocurrencies. And the, the, the strange thing about it is that technical analysis is not really a study of the news or a study of, quote unquote, the market, the real sort of, I guess, the meat and substance of the market. It's just a study of the squiggly lines that the price action makes. And that represents human emotion, human uh, sort of, uh, you know, the fear and Reaction. greed in the market. And it's amazing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and it comes in threes and, it, and it, it, it's Fibonacci sequences. And uh -huh. it's all amazing that this works. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Like I totally say, get that. Yeah. Humans care about that. round numbers. <laughs> it's so true. It's a strange and one it's a strange and wonderful thing. Um Yes. Oh well did I mention last week on last week's show, I'm trying to remember, I think it was Wednesday I went to the the uh soft opening ribbon cutting from Mother's Market in Manhattan Beach. Did I mention that last week? Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. okay. All right, okay, all right. All right. I wasn't. I didn't know but if I remember. If I, I couldn't remember if I mentioned it. I've been there several times charging my electric car, um, and it's it's an amazing place, actually. Oh really? Oh, oh uh, yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. What? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That they have the chargers they have there. A couple, All right. They have so you a haven't actually gone, high speed. You ha you haven't actually gone mm. in and shopped. Have you gone in and shopped, or have you just parked your car there to charge it? No, I've been in. I've been inside oh. and, and shopped a little. And uh, my okay. wife and I went there, and it, it's a very nice place. Cool. Yeah, I know. I was there. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have all, the, all these new grocery stores in the South Bay. There will be no shortage of groceries. That's, that's good. Um, although, <clears throat> excuse me, there are, there are still a couple of places where the Albertsons moved out that people still need grocery stores. So I would imagine in the next year or so, we'll probably get another new one or two, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, let's get on to bigger and better things here. Okay. Jackie, who's our guest today? Our guests. Our, today. our guests, our guests this morning are Lisa and Steve Hodges, owners of Raging Cajun Cafe and Moonshine Bar, located in Redondo Beach. Now, Steve moved from the East Coast to Torrance in 1983 and has resided in the South Bay ever since. His first job was at Lampost Pizza in Torrance, where he worked and then managed for years. In 2014, he and his wife, Lisa, decided to reopen the Raging Cajun Cafe in Redondo Beach. Since then, they've built the restaurant into a thriving business that hosts many popular annual events from Mardi Gras Crab Fest. Now, Lisa Hodges is originally from Vancouver, Canada, and met Steve at the 2010 Winter Olympics while they were both watching hockey. After dating long distance for some time, she moved to Southern California, where they eventually got married, had two beautiful girls, and opened Raging Cajun Cafe. She is proud to have obtained her U.S. citizenship and loves living in beautiful California. Now, Raging Cajun Cafe has been voted Best Cajun, Cafe, uh, best Cajun Food, five years in a row, and is steadily growing in popularity throughout Los Angeles, known mainly for their truly authentic Cajun-style fare, friendly southern hospitality, fun drinks, and fresh live crawfish shipped directly from Louisiana when in season. Now, in 2018, after being... <clears throat> Excuse me. After being open for four successful years, Lisa wanted to do something different, and the idea came to them to put on a music and food festival right here in the South Bay. So their Raging Cajun Crawfish Jamboree is going to take place on Saturday, April 6th from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. at Seaside Lagoon. Now, it's going to be an epic day of food, fun, and entertainment uh, featuring live music by the Cherry Poppin' Daddies, Lisa Haley and the Zydecats, the Hillbenders, Dead Man's Party, and more. Now, tickets start at $20, and you can save anywhere from 20 to 30% on general admission and meal tickets when you buy them before April 1st. All right, so uh, for additional information and ticket purchase and meal tickets, you can visit the event Eventbrite page. Why do I have trouble saying that all the time? Eventbrite page <laughs> at uh, – go, go to yeah. Eventbrite and, and type in Raging Cajun Crawfish Jamboree. And you'll find it. 
Uh, Lisa, Steve, welcome back to the program. We're so glad you could join us this morning, although I should say, welcome, Lisa. You have never been on the show. Steve has been on the show a couple times, but this is your first time, so welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for having us, Jackie. Thank love, you. Always love to be on your show, and uh, you do such a great job promoting us. We really appreciate it. Ah, mm-hmm. my pleasure. Well, yes, uh, thank you very much. We're very pleased, and, and what a great establishment uh, Raging Cajun is, and uh, what a what a it feels warm there. Thank There's you. something about it. Uh, there, it really is. So I'll start with probably the brains behind the outfit, Lisa. How how <laughs> is it that it feels warm there? It's just a restaurant <laughs> slash bar, but you walk in and there's just sort of a flow to it. How is is that on purpose? You know, you can't kind of create that. Um, I feel it's something that yeah. it it just happens. I I feel very strongly that people walk through the door. I want them to feel welcome. I want them to feel like family. And I'm yeah. fairly new to the restaurant business. I've I haven't really done it much before. Steve's the one who has the brains behind all that. But I feel it's important that you feel comfortable when you walk into an environment. I still call it my living room by mistake. Um, just because I want our staff to welcome everybody like family. And when they come in, I don't want them to feel rushed. I want them to have that southern feel. And, um, yeah, you can't really create that. I think it just happens. And people like to just hang out. And I've been told that regularly, that people say it just it feels comfortable, they feel welcome. Um, and that's why I feel yeah. we have a lot of repeat customers and a lot of happy regulars. You know, what, you know yeah. what I think a big part of it is, Joe? You know what I think a big part of that is, mm-hmm. is that – Steve and or Lisa are, are like always there. You know, when you have the proprietors of a place there, it makes all the difference mm-hmm. in the world. I, I, I know I know a handful of places in the South Bay, and they are some of my favorite places, where when you walk in, they know your name. You know, the owners are there. Mm-hmm. They know you. And, and I think that has mm-hmm. a huge – that plays a huge part. Well, thank you. I think, you know what I like is building relationships with people, too. I think that that's really mm-hmm. fun. I think you, you can only connect if you're there. And, and I yeah. also like to build relationships with our staff. And so we are kind of like a big, happy family. And, and people, I think people will feel that when they walk in. And then you get right. to build those relationships right. with whoever comes through the door. And, and I, I like going to work. I couldn't imagine doing anything else. I really love working there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. I I, I, Steve, I have to, I have to imagine that that's contagious. The idea that the the owners are there all the time. So, so you know, every 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 workplace has issues. Uh, you have, you know, lots of people coming in. The public is there for one thing, right. and so when the owners there, things get resolved quickly. That's yeah. I mean, that's always, a pleasure for. There's always going to be. Issues that you know from, uh, especially like uh, I'd say plumbing issues or the restaurant. There's, right. When there's a lot of people coming through regularly, I mean, there's there's always going to be stuff that's going to happen. And when the owner's there, it just takes you know there's one less uh, manager having to call us, having to have such a situ- situation taken care of. So yeah, I mean, we were able to get on top of things right away. Uh, this this if the customer has any kind of issue, we can take care of it right away. Uh, there's definitely, and plus right. the, the servers and the, the, the workers, if the owner's there, they're always going to be more on their toes than, than if we're not. So, uh, plus we enjoy it. I mean, it's a fun place to be, um, and we enjoy being there. And, and I, we do love talking to the yeah. customers and getting feedback, and we have tons of regulars, and yeah. enjoy just being around them, for yeah. sure. Oh, well, I I can tell you my daughter, uh my oldest daughter Sarah, uh is and was a, a server in various restaurant uh, you know, uh locations and and environments uh for many years to get through school and and even after school and um when the owners there things are better because there's no sort of weird translation between the manager and the owner and the conversation and what really happened and all that. The owner's there. Everybody knows what happened and everybody is able to resolve it. Uh, hopefully amicably. So, <laughs> so there you go. 
<laughs> I, I, can, hmm. I can imagine your daughter coming home and telling you stories, but you're not telling us oh. the details. <laughs> right. Oh no. It's always, it's always, he said, she said, they said, we said, and uh, you know, if the owner is an absentee owner, it's, it's really difficult. But since we love Raging Cajun and it's a wonderful, warm place to be, now we're going to be talking about what, what, what is special about this event too, is how simple you've made it. The, the crawfish jamboree. That's the thing that makes it easy for people. Oh, and inexpensive. This is the wonderful thing about it as well. And I got to, I got to say, I got to imagine that your relationship with the city is getting better and better and better. Now that the city has someone that they know can throw off a successful event at the uh, seaside lagoon. Tell us about that. The city's always been great with us. They pretty much let us do what we, you know, would do what we do. Um, they were looking for something to maybe kind of replace the lobster fest that uh, isn't going on this year and last year. And yeah. uh, yes, this is you know a perfect segue into that. Uh, plus, we're doing it in the springtime. And you know, we did the mm-hmm. blues festival last year to kind of. I think they wanted to kind of see if we could put on an event. It's a little bit. The Blues Fest was, at the mm-hmm. time was a little bit smaller than what we're doing this time, because now we have a full. Mm-hmm. We got kids. We got a whole kids area, the kids stage, and kids entertainment, and uh, I mean that whole side for the family. And then we have all the music, kind of like we did with the Blues Festival. Plus now we have all the the food with the flying in a couple thousand pounds of, cra- of live crawfish from Louisiana and with shrimp and. <laughs> be a, a pretty big I mean it's definitely a bigger uh, operation than the last one was but we said the city we could do it with the last one and they had nothing but great things to say about it it seemed like most of the people that were at the event really enjoyed it so hopefully taking it from there and building it into something that's even more raging Cajun than the whole crawfish thing you know what I find? Wow. I feel the city ha- the city has been very open and very welcoming to us, and um, you know, working along with the chamber and and to go along with that, I think we felt that the crawfish would be a perfect segue because you know people love their lobster. They love people who like their shellfish. They're going to love their crawfish, and we know how hugely popular they are at the restaurant. The other thing is, we really wanted to be the first one of the spring, the first event of the spring. Um, people have spring fever. People want to get out. Um, and I feel that mm-hmm. April is just a perfect time to do that. Um, but it's just nice to feel welcomed by the community. That's the other main crux of us doing this is to get involved with the community, to bring people together, have more fun events, but that are affordable. I mean, we have two young kids. It's expensive to go out as mm-hmm. a family of four. And I don't want no to kidding. Drive, drive for nope. an hour. And I don't want to have to pay large amounts of money to drive for an hour and get cranky and stand in lineups. That's not what this is all about. This is local. Parking six bucks for the day. Um, you know, it's very, mm-hmm. I, I agree. I feel it's very inexpensive to get through the door. Considering what you get, you get four live bands. Plus, you have the live bands on the kids' stage, an entire kids' zone area, Jumpy Castles, My Gym Play Area. Like, there's so much mm-hmm. that comes with that ticket. And uh, kids 12 and under are free. So that's an added bonus. Uh, yeah, and, and not only that, it's, okay. it's enclosed, so it's safe. So the kids can run around. You you know you're not worried about them getting getting out into the parking lot or or anything like that. So it's it you know that that's the that's the best part about Seaside Lagoon. You know, is that it's it's a right. it's a safe enclosed area. Yeah. Yep. And and yeah no no Lisa right. going back to that man Joe a couple of weeks ago what were we talking about we were talking about it's just ridiculously expensive now for families to oh I know what it was we were talking about skiing how expensive lift oh, tickets yes. have gotten. You know, and 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 it's right. it, but baseball, a baseball game. You know, a family of four going to a baseball game—that's prohibitive now too. Mm-hmm. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, grew, yeah. Mm-hmm. I grew up skiing. I grew up skiing. I love skiing. I miss my skiing. I can't afford to take my kids skiing right now. I mean, I plan yeah. to someday, mm-hmm. but you know, so this is a kind of a fun local thing. We want to—it's just a simple, and it's also the first day of spring break, so we're hoping everybody else be able to all come out and enjoy a day together as a family because this is more of a family-style event. The blues event was meant for family as well, but a little bit more adult-oriented, just because it's a little bit—we didn't really have the full kids section, but we, this is mm-hmm. definitely more geared for the entire family. Well, I. I think it's going to be a hit, and you guys, I think your your timing could not be better. Uh, just this past weekend, I think, 
was the first weekend that we had decent weather. Was it this past weekend that we had decent <laughs> yeah. weather in Southern California? Yeah. And the, so the beaches were jammed. People were so <laughs> crazed to get any sun of any kind. Yeah, it was amazing. Spring fever. Yeah, spring was, fever. That, that, so you guys are tapping into that. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, supposedly the weather's going to be good for us that day. At least the long-range outlook looks good. Um, so yeah, it looks like it'll be a great day to get out there, have a you know have a couple beers, listen to some music, uh, eat some crawfish or some shrimp. Or I mean, we'll also have uh, some food trucks coming. We got a, the Burger Boys coming again. Those guys were really popular at the Blues Festival. Um, actually, we have a, a Greek food truck coming, um, a grilled cheese truck for for kids and people who like like that, and uh, and then of course Raging Cajun will have all our regular Cajun stuff with the gumbalaya and the bisque and shrimp po' boys and hot chicken sandwiches. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff for everybody, <laughs> and it should be a great day for everybody to have some fun. Just get out, you get know, out of the house. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my goodness, you're not kidding. It was so funny. You know, last week. Last, I think when did that nice weather start? Was it Thursday or Friday? It it was so weird because yeah. that whole weekend, talking you know to people in in the supermarket or my dry cleaner or just running into people you know, everybody was like, the sun came out and nobody knew how to how to react to it. Like nobody dressed right. Everybody was still in long pants and sweaters and stuff. And, and it was like the sun was out, and everybody was like, oh, walking around like, we don't know what to do yet. It took me three days to pull out a pair of shorts, you know? <laughs> you know what I like is everyone was all, like, chitty-chatty and happy. It gets just a right. complete shift. It was nice right. to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. No, that was that was a weird – it was a strange phenomenon, the way people were reacting to the sun being out after, like, what? What did we have, six weeks? It was, like, yeah. six weeks of just, yeah. of just nonsense wet man that was that was nutty and we're not exactly out of it yet but but now i think it's uh you know yesterday was was it yesterday the first day of spring <clears throat> yeah yesterday and um and now it's uh it's it's i looked at the weather forecast last night so we got a little chance today sunny tomorrow a little chance the next day sunny the day after that so so it'll be it, well spring you know spring spring weather is always uh unsettled in most places I, you know but right. we're, we're mm-hmm. getting it this year so it, it's exciting it's exciting. Well, we're looking forward to it. It should yes. be a, a really good time for everybody, and hopefully you guys will be out there too. I know you guys came to oh, watch. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing you guys again at this one. Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, earlier this week, um, I I was watching. I wasn't watching. I had it on in the background. Uh, one of the morning shows, and Harry Connick Jr. was on. And they they were doing a cooking segment, and it was and it was crawfish. Oh and, no! And he, somebody said, "Well, you're from Louisiana. Show us how to eat crawfish." So he showed you how you snap it, and then you suck the head out, and then you you pull the other stuff off, and you and you eat the rest of it. So, Joe, Joe, do you know how to eat crawfish? There's an art form. Yeah, to it. yeah well, we. We 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 did some of that with uh, George Butts's uh, crawfish boil, remember? And uh, that's, right. that's right. I I I learned, although I don't like sucking the head out, though. But I I I did learn. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. George, our friend George, used to do a crawfish boil every year. That's right. Yeah. And then he, and then he yeah. moved to Idaho. And he moved to Idaho. And, then he, and he just up and up and left us and moved to Idaho. Oh well. Well, anyway, so Steve and Lisa, um, as I mentioned in the intro, you do stuff throughout the year. You have several different events that you put on, and we just got through Mardi Gras. Yes, Mardi Gras is uh, the busiest time of the busiest time of the year. Uh, it's good to see you, Jackie. You came in and saw some of the live music. We just got our li- live music license in the restaurant, so we're gonna. That's so exciting. Hopefully, oh, start so to get exciting. some of that going on fairly regularly. I think we're gonna. I'm trying to get every Friday night to have somebody come in and play. Uh, one of our we kind of joked he's the house band, but uh, Chuck Matthew he often plays over at Susie's in, Herm- in Hermosa Beach, but he. He's from Louisiana, and he's got the whole Southern style down. And he's going to be playing this Friday, t- tomorrow night. 
and uh, we had a uh, had some people in uh, all, some other bands in over the, the Mardi Gras, and everybody seemed to really enjoy it. So that's hopefully that's. I think be we had the, we did have the best Mardi Gras yet this year. It was so much fun, and I think having that live music mm. when we built out the restaurant, we built the whole backdrop area. We call it our back shed, or that your back deck. When you walk in, you look in the back. And we built out the back deck to be like a stage, to be a, you know, to present bands. But it took us a while because we, it was on our liquor license. We didn't have the, the license for years. And we finally applied and all of our neighbors, neighbors gave us a thumbs up, go ahead, do it. So that was lovely because we have a good relationship with our neighbors. So, um, yes, having this live entertainment just creates a diff, a, 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 even a better feel in the restaurant now. People are happy. People mm-hmm. want to hang around. Um, it feels more like an outing. Um, so that's exciting. So yeah, Mardi Gras happens, um, and Chuck Matthew, who's kind of our house band, as we say, he's also going to be the MC at our festival. So he's going to be up there on stage announcing everybody. So he's a really great guy. Uh, and then we also just had our very first uh, crawfish boil of the season, and that was hugely popular. Um, people come in, and uh, we're always extremely packed when the crawfish are in season. So um, that was kind of a nice lead-in to our event coming up because people are – there's always a demand for it when they're in season because they're only in season, I think, till June on average. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, there mm-hmm. seems to be a bit of pressure to kind of get as much in as you can while they're here. So it's kind of fun to be part of that. So many people haven't had it before and they want to try it as well. Or we have a huge following from Texas and Louisiana, people from the South um, that just have to get their fix. So it's yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like it's like the Swedish people with IKEA. You know, they have to go into Ikea every so often to get their fix. Uh, no, seriously, I have a couple I have a couple of friends that are from Sweden, and they, they have to do their pilgrimage there a couple of times a year. But, no, going back to the, uh, Mardi Gras, um, you had, I think it was a whole week of live music for, I think, like the five or six or seven days before uh, Fat Tuesday. And, uh, you know, live music, and as Steve mentioned, I went in there, Joe, I went in there one night with Jerry, um, uh, you know, because, um, you know, who doesn't love live music, right? You know, and where do you get Cajun right, music, right. which I, you know, I love Zydeco music. I love Cajun music. So Jerry and I went in there and, um, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, let's just say we had a good time. We had a very good time. <laughs> and we, we, we actually, we actually got, we got her son to drive us both home, which was very nice. He, she she has a, an 18-year-old, and uh, I guess he was out with his friends, and she called him, and she said, Lucas, can you come and, and pick us up? And he was very kind to do that, so that that was good, you know. So that was very we good. We encourage safe driving. We encourage people to Uber and be safe, yes. So good, good oh, choice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some cars, <laughs> some cars were left in the parking lot that night. Just, just saying. They sure just were. Saying. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we're okay with that. Yeah, uh, you know, um, you mentioned you got approval from all. Well, first off, how long did it take you after you applied for a live music uh, license? How long did that take to get approved? You know, it was it was funny is I was intimidated by the whole process because when we first got our um, we first had the restaurant like four and a half, five years ago. They, the, well, the ABC said it's going to be a project. I don't think you're going to you know, I don't think you're going to get this. And so they kind of put a negative spin mm-hmm. on it. And I thought, well, I don't really know if I want to tackle this. We had to go and address and go around to every neighbor, canvas the neighborhood, um, write down everybody's address, see, you know, with anybody within a certain radius. And if anybody mm-hmm. um, said right. no, then we would have to go through a, um, a trial, I guess. And so I thought, well, I'm not, I, this isn't going to happen. But it was so many years ago. It, w- it had been on the restaurant, two restaurants before ours that had had the complaint. But it stays on the property until you get it cleared. If that makes uh, sense. So we, had, it, so cities are fine. It was just the ABC, and we could. I don't want to lose our liquor license, so we had to do it the right way. So we went around, and I just, uh, I managed to. I just was on foot, and and managed to meet a few of the neighbors as well. And they're like, "No, go right ahead." And I, I talked with them, and I think it's nice having a relationship, saying, "Please let us know if we're being too loud, or if we've got people that are being unruly, or you can hear our music." We we want to be, you know, friends with our neighbors. So um, good neighbors, yeah. They are good neighbors, and and I think that it's nice that we want to try and reciprocate. So, yeah, I have to be honest. I think how long was that? About two or three weeks or something? Uh, it, it, was, it was pretty about a, close to a month, maybe. It was a couple months because no, it seemed faster than that. But I was surprised. I thought it was going to be a longer process, but yeah, it didn't. Well, it was actually me being down dealing with the ABC for the Blues Festival that I started talking to him about it. So that was in October. 
and then um, decided to go ahead and, and try it. And we got it, and we ended up getting it. Well, the ABC probably came through in January, and then it took maybe another few weeks to go to Redondo Beach. And, uh, February. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. So January, February. So no, not too bad. Interesting. Interesting. It's funny that you mentioned that you have a good relationship with your neighbors. I mean, that's great to hear because, you know, I've seen firsthand so many times when uh, a, a, a dining establishment, which wants to have a, a beer and wine or liquor license, is going into a place. There's so many, so many people that just get up in arms about it. You know, they just think mm-hmm. anytime there's liquor on the premises, something awful is going to be going down. I mean, remember, uh, you guys probably <laughs> remember what Rock and Brews PCH went through to try and get their project uh, approved over there. I mean, the residents were up. Hey, just, hey Jackie, uh, Jackie, I'll yes. be back in just a minute. Oh, okay. Well, Go on. Can, can we can we do a station break before you before you I, I, do your I, thing? Or? No, just one second though. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, we'll do that in a minute. All right. Okay. Um anyway, yeah, so um that's that's great to hear. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm trying to remember was it a Thai place that was there before you were there? A Thai restaurant? It was Yeah, Chaba Thai used to be. And th- that's how we found the space. Um, I love Thai food. I used to be um, vegan, vegetarian for a long time. And coming from Vancouver, it's just a very Asian-style culture up there. You have access to a lot of different things. And so it's hard for me to find a good Thai place. We found Chaba, um, newly pregnant, found a great place. We were sitting there, and we found out that it was available, um, that they were selling the restaurant. That's when we started, you know, thinking, well, what can we put in this place? What should we do? And so Steve can probably, Steve can elaborate on that, but it used to be um, Chaba Thai and we used to really enjoy it. And um, I'm kind of sad that we had to buy the restaurant because I missed the food. <laughs> it was your favorite, <laughs> it was your favorite Thai place. You just bought it out was. your favorite Thai place. <laughs> we did. I'm like, well, I guess we have to do this. But yeah, Steve can tell you more on, on the progression of that, but it was really quite neat because sitting there going, well, this is, this is kind of a neat, it just happened. And then it happened quickly on um, how things developed from there. Steve? Yeah, we, uh, I mean, obviously we were having dinner and I had always thought that, <clears throat> that maybe opening another Raging Cajun, because Stephen had closed, closed the Hermosa restaurant four years before that, and I was we were just sitting in there, and I always thought the outside kind of the standalone building, and just kind of the the way the the bushes were in front, and it kind of had like a kind of a swampy feel to it. I'm like, this would make a really good Raging, Raging Cajun, and uh, so anyway, we kind of ra- uh, ran with that idea and ended up it worked out. Took about six six months, nine months to to get it all put together, but yeah, it ended up being a a good situation for us. So. I'm not sure that I'm not sure that any other restaurateur would think a swampy feel would be a good thing, <laughs> but I guess in this case it, it kind of works, huh? <laughs> it had that it had that swampy feel to it. I, I, hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I have to say when I talked to the, was talking to the city about the entertainment license, uh, I said something about the city being great to us and to the woman in the planning department, I guess it was, and she's like, well, yeah. you, people down here actually respect you guys because you're the only ones who really made that location ever work. <laughs> I'm like, well, well good, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and, and one, another thing, that that location has working for it, you got the big parking lot, which is huge. You know, any place in yeah. California, you get a parking lot like that, that's fantastic. Hey, Joe, oh, let's it's do a free. quick station yeah. break. Yeah, yeah let's, do, let's do that station break, Joe, real quick. Of course. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the South Bay Show, and we're so glad to have you with us. Uh, every Thursday and Friday at 8 a.m., uh, we have an hour-long show about local events, calendar events, and local businesses and restaurants, and and we'd love for you to share that with uh, with your neighbors and friends. And of course, on Fridays, we're we're sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber, uh, so join us every week. Uh, 8 a.m. Uh, uh, Thursdays and Fridays. And today, of course, we're talking with Rajan Cajun uh, about the Crawfish Jamboree, which is coming up April. Uh, you can uh, meal tickets and general admission are 20 to 30 percent off before April 1st. So you'll want to find out about that, and it's going to be fantastic. Uh, the the event will be 
uh, April 6th from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. at the Seaside Lagoon. What a great uh, location, uh, family fun, uh, entertainment, food, live music. Uh, it's going to be great, and we're going to talk about it some more. Uh, join us. Okay, so Jackie, what's next? Um, I want to hear about some of these bands. Um, uh, who, who wants to who wants to take the bands? Uh, the Cherry Pop and Dad. I I've heard of Lisa Haley and the Zydecats. I'm trying to remember where they played locally. I've heard of them. Um, who wants to Who wants to tell me about the music? I want to hear yeah. about the bands. I can tell you some about the bands. Um, Lisa Haley. She's uh, been in the area in South Bay for a long time. She's Plays, she and the Zydecats, they play their, their Zydeco. She tends to play um, any of the Mardi Gras events that are happening around town. She's always there. She's actually she was Grammy-nominated Grammy for her Zydeco year, a few years back. Um, she's great. I mean, she's really outspoken in her support of Zydeco music and that whole, the whole scene down there. And we're really looking forward to having her involved with us. Um, then we have the Hillbenders, which is a bluegrass band. And we kind of got really lucky with these guys. These guys are play all over the country. They're very, pretty well known, and they happened to be playing an event out in Redlands on the day before. And I was just kind of looking. I don't know. Somehow I was looking up similar style bands, or I forget exactly. But I ran across them, and I looked to see where they were from. And I'm like, oh, they're actually touring out here, and they're playing the day before. So I just shot them an email. And I said, hey, would you be interested? And I kind of gave them our budget. And he got back. He's like, "Well, you guys really are a lot. What you guys can offer is a lot less than we normally pay for." But one of the guys is, was born and raised in uh, Huntington Beach, California, and he wants to play near his hometown. He never, hasn't really played too much down in the beach cities, so they agreed to play for what we could afford to pay him. And so they're an excellent bluegrass band. If you like bluegrass, you got to come see the Hillbenders. They're, I've been watching them on YouTube, and I'm like, I'm really looking forward to seeing them play. And then uh, we have Dead Man's Party, which is an Oingo Boingo tribute band, probably the best Oingo Boingo tribute band in the country. They, they're out of Orange County. They're just amazing. Everybody, they've actually got a really good following. We've got, had a lot of people say that they're coming just because of them. Um, and if you like Oingo Boingo, all you Generation Xers out there, come check out this band. They're, it's going to be a lot of fun seeing them play. And then the headliners for the day will be the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. They were they're a kind of '90s ska uh, ska band and play the, the swing music. They had uh, a hit. I think it was like it was, it was up the charts pretty high. Uh, Zoot Suit Riot was really popular back in the late '90s. Oh yeah 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 yeah! I love mm-hmm. that song. Yeah, and uh, they can they get the crowd going. So um, yeah, come check out the music. It's going to be really amazing. I mean, we we went out and got some really good some quality. So it's not just the food; it's the, the music's going to be really good at this uh, this event. You know, the, uh, you were talking about the Hillbenders. Um, what, what 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 do we call them? Uh, blues, uh, rockabilly. What, what, They're bluegrass. What is, bluegrass. Now, bluegrass has made such a resurgence. I would say the last like seven, eight. Six, seven, eight years, something like that. Has anybody else noticed this? Uh, does, well, uh, does anybody follow music the way I do? It, it, I remember going to. I was up in, in Napa Valley for an event. It was a three day up there. The bottle and, rock. Uh, no, no, it it was for um, it was a, a for brain diseases. Um, one of the Kennedys was attached mm. to Patrick Kennedy or something. I can't remember the name of it, but. We were. It was a three-day thing, and one of the features ba- featured bands was. Um, oh boy, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm. I'm just gelling on the name, but they were this, um, like a throwback with the clothes and the stand-up bass, mm-hmm. um, and 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 a fiddle. Um, yeah. That's what these guys are. There's six guys in the band. There's no drum. The bass is basically the drum sound, and they just are up there. And it's just mm-hmm. amazing how they put they get the sound out of the instruments that they play. It's amazing. Yeah, it it it's like it's like hillbilly Appalachian. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a sound that comes out of that part of the country. That, um, gosh, you know, for all of my life, I don't remember it ever being like a chart topping thing. Um, but as I said, the last mm-hmm. six or seven years, 
especially just about every festival you go to or any kind of like like what you're doing, Steve, you know, a, a music thing, whether it's one day or three day or whatever, they've got these bands represented. Um, and there are a whole bunch of them. I remember actually uh, Terranea does uh, music on the meadows every year. And every year they have one of these bands represent with this with this type of music. It's uh, it's it, 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 it. I think it original people first became familiar with it from um, what was that movie with George Clooney? Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Oh right, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Do you, do you oh remember, yeah. Do you remember that movie? I, I remember watching that movie, and and I'm very I'm very aware of soundtracks. I have I have so many soundtracks. And after watching that movie, the first thing I did was I went out and I bought that soundtrack. Um, Foggy Bottom Boys. Foggy Bottom Boys, yeah. And I remember thinking, wow, this is great. I I recognized it for what it was, but it was not something that you heard on the radio. You know, it wasn't wasn't a a popular form of music, you know, on our airwaves. Um, In a certain part of the country, it's very popular, but it it kind of broke out with Brother Brother Where Art Thou – and and didn't stick around long. And then, as I said, the last six, seven, eight years, there's been a it's been very popular. And you're seeing like the musicians on stage, they're wearing like the coveralls, you know, mm-hmm. barefoot. You know, they're getting into the whole the whole kind of uh, legend of it. Not the right yeah. word. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, know you know what I'm talking about? Can can are you picturing this? <laughs> I. I there's something transformative about you know the music of uh, of that movie in particular and how it the resurgence. Uh, my wife and I are huge bluegrass fans, and uh, um, that that's one of my favorite films, partly because oh. of the music. I'm All right, and then you know what I'm talking about. For sure. You know what I'm talking about. I think about. what's going to yeah. be fun. This music makes you move, and that's what I'm excited about too. So I think it's going to be a day of just. Yeah. It's going to be. It's going to be high energy. It's going to be a really fun day. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to mention it again. <laughs> the Raging Cajun Crawfish Jamboree taking place Saturday, April 6th. That's not this weekend. It's the following weekend, right? Not this coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, no, two weeks. no, not. Two weeks, not, yeah, today is Thursday, so not this weekend. Not, okay, two weeks, all right. So Saturday, April 6th from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. It's an all-day event at Seaside Lagoon. We're talking food, fun, entertainment, live music. Tickets start at $20, okay? If you buy your tickets before April 1st, you're going to save between 20 and 30% on general admission and meal tickets. You can go to Eventbrite. Uh, type in Raging Cajun Crawfish Jamboree. If you type in Raging Cajun Blues Festival, it's going to come up event already over. So don't do that. There's probably some of your stuff from last year is probably still listed. So, so type in Raging Cajun Crawfish Jamboree. Um, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. It's going to be great. So we also have tickets to, to the restaurant okay. if people want to come by the restaurant. We have them also there. Oh, okay. Yep. That's good to know. Yeah, and that's fantastic. Yeah, Save a couple bucks on the service charges if you come by the restaurant. I like it. Right. Right. I like it. Okay, so so Steve, Lisa, what what have we not touched on that we're talking we talk about food. Well, tell us about the food. What is uh you mentioned that you're going to have a couple of alternatives some food trucks there so people get burgers and stuff. But tell us about what Raging Cajun is going to be dishing out. Well, we have all our signature bowls with the red beans and rice, the gumbo, the gambalaya, uh we have bisque. Um then we also we got the uh, shrimp po' boys, catfish po' boys. We have our own New Orleans hot chicken sandwich. Um, we're doing a combo. Alligator? Are we, we have alligators. We got alligator. Going to have alligator. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. I had, I had alligator during Mardi Gras. I had alligator during. You know, it's, <laughs> what, do you, what did you think? What do you think of the alligator? Have you had it before? No, I, I've, I've had alligator before, yeah. I've had alligator in New Orleans. I've had it in Key West. I've had alligator before. It tastes just like chicken. It, 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 it tastes right? just like chicken. It tastes like white meat chicken. Um, uh, you know, it's it, a little it tastes too like chicken. That's too easy. Well, you know, well, here's how you get around that. You pick the smaller pieces out. <laughs> you pick the small. You don't. You don't. You 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 do them fried in a basket. You you, you get the smaller pieces, and then you don't have the chewy issue. It's just yeah. So yeah, give your fat right. bigger, bigger right. pieces. 
The big chewy pieces, yeah, exactly. Go, go, go ahead. I'm, so, I'm sorry to inter- interfere. Go ahead. No, I mean, that's, please. that's pretty much it. We have fried pickles we're going to be doing. Uh, oh, and, of course, Lisa's famous, world-famous, intergalactically famous peach cobbler <laughs> that everybody loves. Oh, uh, uh, peach cobbler. Intergalactically famous. I yeah, we that. get aliens down to order that. I mean, it's it's that good. Absolutely. It really is. <laughs> I, I, I love you, honey. I I've never had that. I've never had the peach cobbler. Oh my gosh, how could I have passed that up? Well, come by. How, okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to come by and just have a little piece of peach cobbler. That that sounds really really good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I'm yes. So that's pretty much our our stuff. I mean, we have some combos of the put some things together. Actually, we have gators and taters. You want to go that route? But um, yeah, it's pretty much the traditional Cajun fare. We'll have at our our booth. And hopefully we won't get as overrun as last time where Jackie had to jump in and help us out. <laughs> so many people mobbed the booth. But, uh, yeah, I am forever thankful to you for that, Jackie, by the way. Thank you. Oh, hey, you know, you know something? You know something? I, there are two kinds of people in the world. There are the people that will complain to no end when something is not running smoothly. And then there are the people that will just jump in and do something. You know that that just mm-hmm. pretty much tells you everything you need to know about people. Are are they are they part of the problem or are they part of the solution? You know. Um, so uh, no, that was that was fun. That was fun. Um, and I was just about to ask something and, I, and it just went flying out of my head. So Joe, uh, shrimp boils too. I guess we're going to have our totally separate section selling our crawfish and shrimp boils too. So there's going to be that's a whole other. Um, section where it's, I think there's going to be so many different draws for people to be coming and the music is a big part of it um, as we've heard a lot of feedback on the bands I think having the kids section that's going to be a huge draw um, but then the other big draw is going to be um, I, the crawfish um, so we're going to have a totally separate crawfish and shrimp oil section okay so, so so you're you're going to have you're going to have some of your regular menu items but you're also going to do fish shrimp oil a boil like which is where you have all this stuff in one big thing. It cooks, and then you throw it out on the table with the corn and the potatoes. Is that is that right? You're going to do that? Yeah, everybody. Like, people they get the boils will get a tray with two pounds of crawfish and shrimp and uh, excuse me, two pounds of crawfish and corn and potatoes, or they'll get um, a pound of shrimp with corn and potatoes, and then mm-hmm. um, they can eat. Oh, what we haven't mentioned is we're, we have a really nice VIP lounge, VIP VIP area, um, where uh, we'll have TVs in there, and since the Final Four is on that day, we'll have a uh, we're in private tent. We'll have a TV showing the Final Four if people want to come and watch the Final Four and Final listen to the four. music. And eat oh we have that. Yeah. Um, we have cabanas. We're right next to the stage where people can can rent out a cabana again and just chill out, and right. enjoy. Um, yeah. So the VIP. It's a nice situation where you get part of it is you get the uh, you get your boil crawfish or shrimp, you get a private lounge, you get a private uh, bar in case the bars or the rest the uh, beer stands get backed up. Um, yeah, it's, it'll be a really nice situation. So you can either get the general admission or the VIP. And like I said, we also have cabanas if you want to bring a group of friends and just kind of hang out in your own little area. Yeah, that mm-hmm. the cabana mm-hmm. is nice. I mean, especially if it's if it's hot. You know, right. um, I I remember the um, the the was the, the blues festival. We were fortunate; some friends of ours got there early, and they got us. We got shaded area. We 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 planted ourselves under some trees, so we had shade. So yeah, that's something to always keep. Oh, so can, people can bring in their beach chairs. <clears throat> yes, yes, beach chairs yeah, are, yeah. are for sure. Yeah, yeah. And we're we're going to have lots of shade for everybody, okay. too. We're kind of co- conscious of that, so we're going to make sure we have lots of shade uh, shade tents. And, and there's a lot of trees in that area, too, right. so it's kind of nice for that. Yeah, nice, right. nice. So so I, tell, I, me about, tell me about this. So, oh, go ahead. Well, Jackie, that? I have a, uh, I have a uh, surprise for everyone. I have a little Hillbenders music. How about that? Oh, okay. Yay. Yeah, let's let's try a little Hillbenders music. We've got enough time for that, and we'll come back and we'll we'll wrap up the show. But um, this is a uh, cover. They they are a very uh, kind of progressive uh, bluegrass band. This is a cover of a of a, a MGMT song, 
called Kids, and uh, let's give it a listen. Are you guys ready? Yep. Ready, yeah. Okay. Here we go. California. So he must be the guy who's uh, like 
uh, uh, lives in from Long Beach or, or is from Beach. Long Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Fantastic. Wow, this is exciting. Well, that yeah. just got me in the mood. They that really great. just got me in the mm-hmm. mood. They are great. Right. And I just want to I just want to mention to Stephen Lisa that um, uh, when we do that when we play music live on the show it it always sounds way better in playback so <laughs> right. we we have some right. issues with sound quality live uh, but in playback it sounds right. so much better so uh, yeah. yeah so and fortunately most people so the audience to the show, enjoyed you know, that right. yes yes yeah. absolutely absolutely all right well this is exciting um, one more time. Raging Cage in Crawfish Jamboree, taking place Saturday, April 6th, from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. at Seaside Lagoon, right? Food, yeah. live music. We just heard some by the Hillbenders that are going to be there. Cherry Pop and Daddy, Zoot Zoot Riot. I know that song. I love that song. Dead Man's Party, more. Uh, tickets start at $20. You can save between 20 and 30% on right. general admission and meal tickets if you buy before April 1st. So you have nine days, eight days, nine days left to go buy tickets and get a discount right. on them, right? Right. Listen, why, right. why spend more money than you have to, right? Exactly. Right. Plus, it would be nice. If anybody buys early and orders the crawfish boils, so it kind of gives us an idea how much crawfish uh, <laughs> we need to order. Because, I mean, that's, right. that's kind of the hard part about this whole situation is knowing, you know, if you you got to buy it live, it's not going to live all that long. So and you don't want to run out during the event. and. But you don't want to end up right. with 500 extra pounds either. <laughs> so. Well, Steve, you know, so, well here, Steve, l- let me just tell you something. Um, I entertain. Well, I'm, I'm pretty much we pretty much entertain only once a year now. We used to we used to entertain a lot more. My husband and I, and but now I just do one one event each year. And here's my thing: when I send out an invitation, I expect people to RSVP, and unfortunately. I don't know if it's just Southern California or California or the West Coast. People are not real good about RSVPing. And that's a real pet peeve of mine coming from the East Coast where, you know, everything is planned months in advance. Um, so a week before my event, I send out an email to everybody, and I said, if you have not RSVP'd and you show up and there's no food, you have <laughs> nobody to blame but yourself. All right? So my whole thing is, you know, I'm only cooking as much food for as many people I know are coming. You you don't tell me you're coming and you show up and there's no food, tough luck. So that's how I kind of think about it. I don't know how well that'll go over, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess it doesn't work for what you're doing. <laughs> if you're if you're paying for tickets, yeah, it's it's a little different. A little different. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. The people that are pre-ordering, that's that's good. That's what well, everybody should. Out. Anybody yeah. who let you us should know pre-order. You should pre-order yeah. because the last thing you want to do is get there and they run out. They run out of crawfish. You know who knows? Yeah, then you're yeah. stuck with alligator. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, anyway. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, but we want to thank you guys get... for having us on. You guys have been great and appreciate all the promotion. Oh, you, you guys, guys do are. You guys are great, and those pictures that you guys sent us. You guys are such lovebirds. Well, we're you two really partners are business partners in life, you know. <laughs> partners in business, partners in life, and I, and I, I, Lisa, I have to say that you and Steve have been such physically present supporters of the Beach Cities Relay for Life, the American Cancer Society. You guys have been such such staunch supporters. Actually, we had that, that they're they're involved. Our, they're gonna they're they're gonna have a fifty fifty raffle uh, at the event. So what? They're in, okay. yeah, they're very okay. involved. They're involved with the event. We should have we should have already mentioned that. That uh, yeah, the okay. Relay, Relay for Life for American Life. Cancer yeah. Society. Right, right. You guys are so such great supporters of that, and my wife has been a, a volunteer for many years, and and uh, we love that, and and you know that just rounds out, you know living and working in the South Bay. You guys are, are epitomes of, of someone who's made a, a career of living and working in the South Bay and making that work for yourself and your family. Uh, thank you very much for that. Well, absolutely. We thank love being you. part of the community, and everybody in South Bay is great to us. So we help as much as we can. Okay. 
right, well, take us home, uh, Jeff. ladies and gentlemen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, join us. Uh, you're going to be uh, amazed at the music, amazed at the food, Saturday, April 6th. Uh, join us uh, 20 to 30 percent off if you if you get your tickets before April 1st. Check it out. Just just type in Crawfish Jamboree and uh, buy your tickets uh, at uh, Eventbrite or come on by and and have some jambalaya or, or some uh, crawfish at uh, the restaurant and get your tickets early. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, thank you, Steve and Lisa. And, of course, thank you, Jackie. Always a pleasure, Joe. Thank you, guys. Take care. That's our you show. You guys are awesome. Thanks, thank guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>